You are listening to Any Given Sunday Australia. Yes, hello and welcome to the Any Given Sunday Australia podcast, the number one podcast in this household. Joining me again for his second week in our row is our work experience kid, Turn Pro, our collarbone cuzzy, uh, NBA pundit, uh, Philadelphia man, Danny Webb. How are you, mate? Oh, I'm good, good. Uh, was upset to have to miss a little Tuesday app, a little recap, but uh, happy to be here. Yeah, it was a it was a big day on the tools for me at work. So I uh, I got home quite late and I was pretty rooted. So that's but we'll, we'll move on from that. One. We're straight back in. We're good today. We've got a big episode today. Yeah, absolutely. We'll make up for it. Don't even worry about that. Probably a terrible time to have a drink, but that's all right. <laughs> all right. Um, so. Because we did miss the Tuesday session, where we've decided that we're going to do a, a recap of just a couple of games. Um, I've picked a couple of games, and you've picked a couple of games. Do you want to shoot us off first? What games have you picked? So I obviously had to go with my birds, the Philly Eagles, and their first loss of the season. Because obviously we have as soon as come on the podcast, so I'm going to get the podcast curse. Caught it off you, obviously between you and Cardi, the Raiders season, the Packers season. Yeah. Neither doing fantastic. <clears throat> Philly eight and zero. Come on the podcast for one week and they lose. So they had a thirty-two to twenty-one loss to the Commanders. Uh, the Eagles had plenty of opportunity. Uh, they were just doomed by turnovers. I think they had four. Uh, one of them being the Jalen Hurts interception, which is not really like him, especially not this season. Uh, it keeps the Commanders in the hunt though, because yeah. now they got now they got a five and five record. So obviously it was a massive game for them and uh, I don't know if Philly really put too much pressure on the Stars going into this game when they probably should have. Uh, Washington's offense controlled the game with like the rushing attack. Uh, Jalen Hurts completed 17 of 26 passes, but it was only for 175 yards. He did throw two touchdowns, but like I said before, he threw an interception. Uh, He also had a rushing touchdown in the first quarter. But, yeah, just wasn't enough this week uh, against the Commanders. Uh, Taylor Hineke? Hineke? Completed seven. Heineke. 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 Yeah, yeah. very close. (laughs) Completed 17 out of the 29. Played for 211 touchdowns. 211 touchdowns? That's a huge (laughs) No, sorry. 211 yards with zero touchdowns. Is what I was trying to say. I was just about to cough. Get the frog out of your throat, mate. Get the frog <laughs> out of your Yeah, and that's what that's what I got. What about, what's the second game you got for us, mate? And the second game, well, we had to touch on it, was the Colts Raiders. Uh, the Colts took this one 25 to 20. Uh, obviously, with a new coach bump with the interim head coach of Saturday, uh, they managed to rally past the Raiders. Uh, Ryan. Completed 21 of 28 passes for 222 yards. Uh, he also benefited from a really strong running game led by Jonathan Taylor, who rushed for 147 yards, including a 66-yard touchdown, mm. which was very impressive. Um, 
Derek Carr also yeah. completed 24 of 38 passes for 248 yards and two touchdowns. Um, but Adams was instrumental in helping the Raiders uh, rally in the second half, uh, which he led the charge, uh, caught six passes for 102 yards and a touchdown in the final 30 minutes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I was going to bring this game up as well, just to, like you said, a uh, a pretty instrumental game for the fact that Jeff Saturday never called a game in his life or never actually coached a game besides uh, high school football. And then to come in and, and get the win uh, was pretty big for them and the Colts. So, yeah, definitely. Um, I've got a couple of games that I've chosen as well. I think the first one has been touted as a game of the year already and we're only halfway through the season. It was the Vikings versus the Bills. Um, the Bills were heavy favourite. We spoke a bit about it last week with Josh Allen. Uh, big difference whether he played or not. So he did suit up. He had a big um, like guard on his arm where his elbow was was taken out. Uh, but he still completed. Oh shit! I'll have a look. But they, they came out the they came out strong early. They were leading twenty four to seven, I think, at halftime. There you go. He completed twenty nine of forty three for three hundred and thirty yards. So we're still throwing the ball, uh, Josh Allen. But they. Kind of crumbled a little bit late, and Minnesota came home with a wet sail, as me and Cardi would say. Uh, it ended up being 30 all at full time, but to, to set the scene, they were there was a Minnesota were heading down the field with late to go. They needed three or four points, so they needed a touchdown to go ahead, um, and they got stopped on the one-yard line. It was only like 45 seconds to go. So you think game? I actually turned off the TV at this point because the, the other games had started, um, and then stupid me, and then <laughs> went to Buffalo had the ball. Uh, Josh Allen fumbled the ball in the end zone. Minnesota recovered, so they got a touchdown to go three up with thirty seconds to go. Josh Allen then went down the field uh, and they kicked a field goal with you know as time expired. So there was three scores in the last. You know, 35 seconds. And then, yeah, then Minnesota did. They, they went down, kicked the field goal uh, in overtime. Buffalo went back down, and they looked like they were going to score again to go ahead to win. Um, but Patrick Peterson of the Minnesota Vikings got a interception in the end zone to end the game. So huge win for Minnesota. They go to 8-1. and one, And I reckon now that your boys have lost, they've gone top of the NFC. Uh, and the Bills are now six and three, uh, and have slid down in the uh, the AFC rankings. Even in their own division, I think they're third in their own division. So the AFC East is very very strong, but definitely, uh, like you said, an incredible game. Kirk Cousins thirty of fifty for three fifty seven, uh, one touchdown, two interceptions in the game, and then Josh Allen was the same. He had one touchdown, two interceptions, but a lot of rushing yards too. So. Dalvin Cook, 14 rushes for 119 yards in a touchdown. And then on uh, Buffalo's side, Josh Allen, he uh, went for 84 yards as well. Oh, that was a mouthful. <laughs> but there was a... What, what an incredible oh, end to, just, like... Just a... What an incredible end to uh, regulation time, though. Yeah. Like, to have three scores in the final 35 seconds is pretty incredible. Yeah. Oh, like I said, I turned it off and then switched it back and they were in overtime. And I was like, whoa, whoa what the fuck? They, they stopped. There was 45 seconds left. How 
how the hell are we in this one? So I had to go back and watch it. But yeah, no, it was uh, an incredible, like you said, incredible finish. Josh Allen's been in probably the two most incredible finishes of a game, uh, including the AFC Championship last year with, uh, well, wasn't the, to go into the AFC Championship last year uh, with the Kansas City Chiefs. So yeah, if you haven't seen that game, go back and watch the last uh, minute 40. I think there was four, four scores in the last minute 40 last. Yeah, bloody incredible. But I do... Aaron Rodgers is back, baby. We are <laughs> on the board. We got the W. We are, I was, as soon as I had two games, I was always talking about this one. The Packers got the win against Dallas. Uh, did you have the pleasure of actually watching it or...? Yeah, I did. I did manage to catch this one. I was uh, obviously watching for you to see if you could get the monkey off your back. And I guess you wearing your jersey in last week's episode uh, really helps. Really helps. Really helped your boys bring it home. I t- we did say I, I needed to give him a bit of uh, is a good juju or good vibes, and uh, we finally did. I was watching. Uh, we kept it tight. I wasn't confident in the third quarter when we were four Well, heading into the fourth quarter, we were two touchdowns down. Um, but it was a real Packers type win. We just did enough to get over the line. Um, so yeah, I was more than stoked. Like I just mentioned to you before, Aaron Jones, twenty four carries for one hundred and thirty eight yards and a touchdown. Uh, I think we had over two hundred rushing yards with AJ Dillon as well. So, but CD on the other side, CD Lamb had eleven receptions, one hundred and fifty yards, and two touchdowns. But a special mention to our rookie, our rookie, blah, 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 your rookie wide receiver, Christian your two back up. My uh, my rookie, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> my rookie, rookie wide receiver. Yeah, he had four catches for I think it was about one hundred and ten, uh, and three touchdowns. So a real breakout game for him, especially he's had a few fumbles of late, so or early. Um, so yeah, real good for him and probably good for our future. I, I sent a message to Harrow and. Uh, he's a Dallas man, and uh, when he caught that first fifty-eight yard touchdown, Christian Watson, I said, "This is change. This will change our season." So, like I said, uh, guess who is back? Mm-hmm. And the uh, the Packers will go on a run now, and we're one hundred and twenty-six bucks to win the Super Bowl. I might put a cheeky hundred on, I reckon. Yeah, but big returns, big returns. So I'm guessing you've dusted off your little cheese hat. Oh, what? <laughs> got that ready? Got that ready? To start ready in public Absolutely. again. <laughs> this one, I can. This one, I'll have it all primed and ready sitting next to me the whole day. Yeah, it's good to go. <laughs> it's got, there's no, there is no dust on it. What are you talking about? Oh, oh careful, careful, careful. Um, yeah, it's fine. It's fine. We're mm-hmm. good. Uh, I do have a special mention as well. It was the early game on. Sunday, so Monday for us. Tom Brady and the Bucks got the the win over Seattle over in Germany. Uh, now a little quiz for you. Tom Brady is the first quarterback ever in his oh, twenty three years, I reckon now, to get four wins in four different countries. Do you reckon you can name them? Oh, obviously, America, the USA, good. Yeah, good <laughs> Germany, that's two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, then England. Yep, yep. One more. See, now this one, this one's tough because I know they play a lot of games 
England, I knew because they always play games in uh, in London, so that was that one, that one was a little bit easier. The other yeah. two were pretty damn obvious. So this is uh, this one might stump me. Uh, is it common that they play games? I think there there is another game down. I think down there this year, down from the United States. Yeah, so maybe maybe Mexico would be. He's done it. Good work. Yeah. Oh, hang on. Yeah, yeah, he played in Mexico, uh, I believe. Oh, I'm not even going to say it. it probably could have been the Bucks, could have been New England, but yeah, Mexico was the fourth one. I think San Fran take a game down there later this year. So, but well yeah, mate, it worked. yeah, that's I don't a think girl, that's a question without notice, without without notice. Yeah, beautiful. Uh, yeah, I don't think Mexico City are too far off, like starting to uh, compete in some of these like larger American sports. Like I know in the NBA, they're probably going to be the next season if it does. Uh, sorry, next next city if it does go to an expansion because they've got so many people and so many sports fans it's almost silly like they're missing out on such a massive market all all major american sports for not heading do nba play games down there it's been so hard since the old covid seasons i think every now and then like it's very rare that the nba does what the nfl does where they um have a game somewhere else and it still counts as a regular season game they they've done it for like preseason games and stuff like that but as far as a whole team missing their home fan base or whatever and going. They don't really do that as much as the NFL. Yeah. Yeah. But I guess that's where the NFL have got their they're trying to expand a bit more and, and get their name out there a bit more, eh? Yeah, for sure. It's uh definitely about exposure and uh doing it down in Mexico City is obviously incredibly smart. All right, we'll get into some news, and we're going to start off with the TMAC injury report. We're just going to run through some of the bigger names that have gone down. Uh, the biggest one is probably Rams Cooper Cup. He's gone on the IR. He had an ankle surgery this week, so he'll be out for at least four weeks, possibly more. Uh, your boy's tight end, Dallas Goddard. Uh, he'll miss a couple more weeks, or a couple of weeks. He hurt his shoulder during the game on ooh, it was a Monday game. The Bears' second leading rusher. Now, I reckon he's behind... Uh, the quarterback, so they're leading rusher, but the second leading rusher yards. Khalil Herbert, he's on IR. He's got a hip injury that he's been struggling with, so he'll be out for at least four weeks. And the Colts' big linebacker, Shaq Leonard, he's actually gone in for his second back surgery of the season, um, and that unfortunately will put an end to his season, it looks like. So they're, they're the probably four biggest injuries news that we have this week. I know there's a couple more that have come out, for, um, but uh, not not as big as those four, especially going on IR, those two. Yeah, so with Cooper Cup, uh, he had tight rope ankle surgery, which normally uh, they say it's a four to six week recovery, just as it is. So if he's hoping to be back after four weeks, I think it's they literally just try and tighten all your tendons in your ankle so you uh, have more st- stability. Um, so you stop rolling your ankle so often. So four weeks for him, I think, is will be short. Um, and like with the way the the Rams season's going, like would you would you bring him back if it, if you keep on heading the way that you are? Would you bring him back with potential to undoing that surgery and then having to have it done again? Well, I think like, if he has to be done for four weeks, going on the IR, so it's a minimum four weeks. And in four weeks' time, we're going to know whether the Rams are you know shit or actually still half a chance. So uh, you definitely make the call then. But like you said, it. 
it's a pretty full-on surgery for especially the wide receiver position. You're going to make cuts. You're going to, you know, turn on a dime. Um, if you've got a little bit of a dodgy ankle that you've just had surgery on, I, I wouldn't be rushing you back. Absolutely not. Not not the way that he plays either. Like, <laughs> you need your feet. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. All right, some uh, quick news story. So... Uh, the commanders have come out and said, uh, I sent you the article, but it's actually changed since then. They've, uh, they were thinking about starting Taylor Heineke unless Carson Wentz improved dramatically. And they've come out today and said that he is not, uh, he will still be missing Carson Wentz. So he's been taken off the IR. He broke his thumb about four weeks ago. Uh, Carson Wentz, uh, sorry, Taylor Heineke has replaced him. He's a, uh, had the big win against the Eagles this week. Um, and they've decided we're going we're gonna to keep starting Taylor Heineke this week. Yeah, so I didn't know that <laughs> until, until just our food. But uh, everything I had was leaning towards that anyway. So the commanders have gone 3-1 and one, uh, with Heineke starting and obviously had the big upset against us, the Eagles. Thank you for bringing that up again. Salts in the wounds. <laughs> uh, and the, the coaches came out and said, like prior to the, the announcement, like you have to look at the momentum and, and what the mood is for the team. And he also said that whoever the starter is, he will fully commit to them and he doesn't want them looking over their shoulder. So I don't know if that's more leaning towards, well, you've just gone three and one with this. We're going to stick with you and carry on with you, even if they are back, almost like flip the roles. Yeah, I'd be definitely leaning to like you don't mess with momentum, not in this sport anyway. So, just like um, Dallas did with Cooper Rush, I'd just keep him in there until he either you know plays a bad game, and then you can kind of swap it out and see what's going on, or you know, God forbid, hurts himself. But yeah, I'd definitely be they they look a better team with Taylor Heineke in there. So, I reckon there's a good chance that Carson Wentz doesn't get back. Yeah, the offensive coaching staff know that. The quarterback coaching staff know that. And obviously the coach knows it because he was coming out and saying before it was fully announced that like you, we're going to run with the momentum. So it was like it was semi-announced yeah. without fully being yeah. announced anyway. Yeah, yeah. Everyone knew. I think everyone would have known anyway going, eh, Taylor's doing pretty bloody well. I think I called it when he first came in saying, I reckon their first game he played was against us. And us. I like him as a quarterback. He played pretty well when he got his chance last year. And uh, they brought in Carson Wentz in the offseason, but... Yeah, I don't know. I, I like Carson Wentz. He just keeps uh, Carson Wentz. Taylor Heineke he keeps it simple. Um, doesn't go too far outside of his scope, and but he's got some balls too. He'll he'll have a crack for you, which is uh, which is what you need at quarterback, I think. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, another story. Aaron Rodgers has come out. My boy, Aaron Rodgers. Uh, he's just the the latest in a plethora of players that have come out and said that the NFL needs to dump. It's got billions of dollars and needs to dump millions of it into uh, its stadiums and just convert them all back to grass fields. We've got a lot of artificial and, and turf fields uh, in the NFL and it just seems to be, that word again, a plethora of injuries that are coming out. A lot of knee injuries. Uh, the Packers, two weeks ago when we heard, we had eight players out in one game, it was on a turf field. So whether that's uh, a direct correlation or it just seems to be uh, well, everyone seems to think that I haven't played too many games on a, on a turf field, but um, well, like we said with the Cooper Cup, a lot of cutting and a lot of movements and stuff, the, the field just doesn't quite react the same as a as a grass field does. And the players are now pretty much getting sick of it, saying that the NFL should put their money where their mouth is and, and upgrade all these uh, turf fields. 
Yeah, so it's is it slit film turf? It's actually used by seven teams, the Giants, Jets, Lions, Vikings, Saints, Colts, and Bengals. So, like, there's a fair amount of stadiums that are still using uh, this slint, slit film turf. Um, yeah, there was a, an argument that there was a huge tr- discrepancy between the injuries on grass fields and this uh, synthetic turf that they've been using. And but then they it was a result of the league and the NFL's player association uh, didn't recommend any of the changes to the surfaces at the meeting, like and said that there's more agreed that there's more study that is needed on this. So it's like you're getting arguments from players saying it's more more dangerous to play on this. But the NFL players association, which is obviously meant to be representing them, came to an agreement being like, oh, actually, there needs to be more research. So it's uh, I yeah. personally. You'd think that they'd be listening to the players that are actually playing on the field and seeing the injuries that are coming out of them. Because like you said, there's a lot more, from what I've read anyway, there's a lot more like ACLs um, and like longer-lasting longer, longer lasting injuries yeah. rather than the small injuries that are sustained on a all-grass field. Yeah, yeah. Well, even just the, um, like, well, it's not smaller, but just less impact injuries where... The turf or the grass fields are able to work with your joints a bit more and a bit more giving them, and it doesn't lead to these ACLs. And you know, we're losing players for twelve months. It's just not what we need. No, and more and more players are doing their ACLs on this uh, on this fake turf stuff. So to keep the players on the field, what you want, you want to see the highest competitive level of football that you can. And if that means the NFL is going to put their money, uh, put their hand in their pocket, and bring out the money and make them all grass, then that's what they need to do. Yeah, absolutely. Did you was so far was the the Chargers one of those teams that had the, that turf field? Uh, no, okay. not, not on my list. Has been a not on your list. Not on your list. Broncos. Aaron Patrick. Uh, he's he's sued the NFL. I believe is the NFL. Uh, yeah, sued a lot. The, sure. Yeah, yeah, but no, he's put a. It's both. It's, it's the NFL charges the stadium. Two both. Yeah. There was, there was a list of four different uh, things that he was suing. But, yeah, definitely NFL was in there, the charges, something to do with the stadium itself, and I can't remember what the fourth one was. Yeah. So, because he, uh, he has done his ACL earlier this year. Um, he, he suffered the injury in the overtime charges game against the Chargers on Monday Night Football, where... Patrick, here you go, read it here. Patrick pushed Chargers punt returner out of bounds on the fourth down play. Then he collided with a sideline worker. Um, and then he stepped on a mat which covered the television cables. Uh, and obviously the leg went out from under him and he, he tore his ACL. So, so it sounds like he's trying to recover some of his pay that he has lost. Um, and yeah, yeah, so, so he's on Patrick's... Jury trial. So it sounds pretty full on. Yeah, so Patrick's on a split contract, which means his base salary, which is eight hundred twenty-five thousand, is actually reduced to under five hundred thousand if he suffers the injury that prevents him from playing. Which obviously in ACL, there's an injury that prevents him from playing. Right. And I think his argument is that there's negligence uh, in the way that the stadium was set up and the way the NFL's handled it all because what he stood on shouldn't have been there in his mind because like, it's a runoff spot for the players to be able to run off. And if it isn't just straight grass and he did stand awkwardly on the rubber mat that was covering the cables. So his argument is that it shouldn't have been there in the first place and if it was never there in the first place, he never would have hurt himself and he never would have lost his wage. 
Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, well, that's like you said, negligence on on behalf of SoFi and and the NFL. So that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and last news that we got. Well, just a bit of a not not news, but. Uh, an update to the draft order for next year. This obviously moves week to week, um, but I just wanted to touch on the top five. Um, have you had a look at the top five for the current draft spots for next year's draft? Yeah, so what I looked at was if the season ended right now, like take out the rest of the games, take out yep. the playoffs, this is where the teams would be sitting. So yeah, I had a quick look. Uh, so what really intrigued me so i'll go through them. we got number one would be like you said if the season ended right now the houston texans would have the number one pick the vegas raiders so cardi's boys would have the number two pick uh the panthers would have number three stop talking in my ear uh the so this is the one that oh come on the one that intrigued me the philadelphia eagles would have number four so they Acquired the pick from the New Orleans Saints either last year or the year before. Uh, and then the Jags would have number five. So those top four of those top five is uh, probably fair enough. But your Philly Eagles, who are sitting pretty at the moment, have just slid in there at number four. Yeah, which is uh, which would be absolutely massive for the Eagles if like this if it does stay like oh, this in this huge. in this order. But it obviously has a lot to do with the where the Saints finish because it's actually the Saints pick. So as long as the Saints yeah, correct. Go on the same trajectory that they're on now and finish in the same sort of spot, then yeah, they could be looking at the fourth pick, which is absolutely huge because you're obviously building on an already impressive season. Uh, and if you can improve on that, like mm. eight and one at this stage of any any teams would be absolutely over the moon with that record at this moment. So if the Eagles can then manage to come away with the fourth pick, they'll be absolutely laughing. Oh, that'd be huge. That'd just add to their either their strong offense or their you know even stronger defense. So that'd be a massive. But just to give you an idea of how th- quickly things change, uh, the Packers before this week had number six. Uh, we are now after one win, we have number fourteen. So it can change very very quickly uh, with just a couple of wins. So uh, I don't know. The like you said, the the Saints are struggling a fair bit, but. Uh, it can be turned around pretty quickly, which you obviously do not want. <laughs> no, yeah. So it, not only am I now rooting for Philly to win, <laughs> just to continue to keep on winning, uh, get rid of this podcast curse. Uh, so continue to keep on winning. But now, yep. unfortunately, I don't like doing this, but you kind of want the Saints to lose. As a Philly fan, yeah, that's exactly absolutely. what you want to do. Because the worst that the Saints ends up doing, the higher pick that we're going to end up getting. So they've got the Rams this week, so the Rams suck. So <laughs> sorry, mate. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, all we can do is root. All, all right. we can do is hope. Yeah, yeah. All we can do is hope. All we can do is hope. <laughs> it's time for questions time for without questions. notice. Without notice. Without notice. Without notice. Now I told you this last week. Uh, I, I went a little bit easy on you last week uh, with the questions without notice, but this week we've just stepped it up a little bit. Uh, I've already thrown one of you, which one at you, which you did pretty well, which is the uh, Tom Brady four countries, and and you mate, you I lobbed it up and you've hit it out of the ballpark. So uh, I've got two more questions for you, and they just to give you an idea, they're they're coach related. All right. 
<laughs> Lovely, because I know I know all the NFL coaches off the back of my hand, so it'll be great. Yeah, perfect. So you'll do fluently. The good thing is you don't need to know who they are. Uh, the first question is: Do you think it's possible, or um, or probable, or do you think you you would, if you were a GM, uh, would you fire a first year head coach, i.e., the Las Vegas Raiders, who are currently sitting at what one or two and eight or something like that? Yeah, so as a GM, I'll be looking at it, and it is not not like it's, you bring in a new head coach. Okay, yeah, it takes a little bit to get the ball rolling, but you'd hope by this point in the season, you would have built some form of continuity with the players, and you can move forward. Firing a first year head coach, though, you're then going to go back and get a, another brand new head coach. So it's like you're robbing Peter to pay Paul. Um, if it really depends, I think you're kind of on the hot seat. The race head coach is kind of on the hot seat coming up towards the end of the season. If they can turn around and start winning a few of these, there might be a bit of a different story. But if they lose every game for the rest of the season, I think uh, two and only winning two games for the whole season is not good enough. It's not justifiable to stick on as a head coach. No, especially when you've gone out. So we are using the Vegas Raiders just for, you know, to keep Cardi uh, happy. (laughs) Uh, two and seven at, after nine games, we go heading into around eleven. They've had a buy, but they did go out and spend huge money on Devontae Adams, obviously, uh, and they tried to upgrade their defensive line to help uh, Crosby. But uh, he he's got seven sacks for years, Max Crosby, Max Crosby with two X's, uh, and the rest of their offensive line have only got three sacks completed. So, like, I understand that you're saying. Uh, you've got to give them time to a bit of continuity and stuff like that. But if you've gone out to spend all this money to win now and you're two and seven, something's going wrong. So, yeah, I, I don't know. I think you'd be very stiff if you did get fired, but yeah. Yeah, and like we said before, like the Raiders are looking like currently they're going to have the second pick in the 2023 draft, um, which is their highest pick since the 2007 when they had first overall. Um, yeah. So, do you give the coach one more year as a chance, or do you start him? It's tough. Right? Uh, obviously, changing coaches mid-season is not necessarily great, but he's also a first year. So, do you give him a couple of years, a couple of games, sorry, in his second year to see how it performs from there, or do you just shake hands, cut ties, and let's let's go for win now? Get another head coach in. Mm. Yeah. It is. Uh, it'd be interesting. I don't know what kind of contract they gave him. That would be. I know Al Davis has money coming out of uh, every orifice, but that is still coming to it. I'm sure. Yeah, obviously finances will always come into it because if they do fire him, they still got to pay him. Hmm. Uh, all right. So that was a long question without notice. First one. Let's try and keep this second one a little bit tighter, a bit closer. Uh, and it, it rolls along the same thing. You almost brought it up that. If they do fire someone at this point of the year, do you think after the success so far of Jeff Saturday, do you think teams start to lean towards giving ex-players, you know, a, a bit more of a go instead of, uh, you know, the, the band of old coaches that have either been fired before or, um, you know, had their go and, and not quite succeeded? Are you saying he's one and no recent success because <laughs> he's gone? He's gone one and no. Has been a new head coach? Is that what you're basing he all is. this off? <laughs> so he could. So he is the only coach that has a chance at the moment 
of never being defeated. He could be undefeated for the rest of his coaching career. Just keep that in mind. You don't, you don't think if he goes undefeated, the Colts are going to keep him on? If I was, if I was the Colts, <laughs> if I was the Col- Colts GM, and he went undefeated for the rest of the I season, would. of course, if you give him a contract, if you give him whatever he wanted. Um, yeah. But to circle back Absolutely. to your question, yeah, I think any GM who's looking at firing or considering getting rid of their head coach at any point, whether it's start and middle of the season or for 2023 or however they're looking at it, they're always going to be looked to see how a new coach has gone into a, a squad when they've gone in and how they've approached it and their wins and loss from that. And to see if it even changes the team's morale, like because that's the thing with the Raiders. Like you said, they've dropped a whole lot of money. Um, but obviously something's not working, whether it's the coach or not. But sometimes changing the coach will then reinvigorate all the players to then start performing that a little bit better. Yeah. We did say last week that the new coach bump or new coach bounce, and we were right. We picked it. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, the Colts came out and uh, did exactly what they needed to do. Mm. So, well, do you think more players will get a gig? Yes, I'm going with yes. It's a one-off. No, well, no, I don't know. I'm going. To, I'm basing this. I'm going to, well, you said short and sweet, but just quickly, I'm just going to go back to what I know best. I'm basing off the basketball. There's been so many basketball players, <laughs> so many basketball players that have uh, gone on to become head coaches, and it is literally like fifty-fifty. Some are good, and a lot of them are really bad. So I don't. Know. Yes, yeah. Yes, I, I can see it happening yeah. more. So. Whether it's going to work, <laughs> whether it's going to whether it's going to work successfully or not, time will tell. Flip a coin. Absolutely. Heads. Uh, alrighty. Uh, heads. <laughs> You're wrong, those <laughs> tails, bad luck. All right, that's our, uh, our news and our segments done. So we're going to get into this week's slate of games. Uh, have you got it up there, mate? Are you ready to fire through them? Uh, I am currently getting it up. Nice, nice. I'll talk a little bit of dribble until you're ready to go then. I'm uh, ready to go. <laughs> we do. S- you are ready to go. All right, let's get into it. That was great dribble by me. Yeah. Short and sweet, short and sweet. That's what we're going for. Uh, so first up, uh, tomorrow's That's game, we, we got the Titans at your Packers. Yeah, baby. Uh, so being at the rub great Lambo field lucky. that it is. Rock yeah. lucky helmet. Mwah. It's a beautiful thing, this. Uh, so we would be favourite, but it'll be pretty close. I reckon we're maybe one and a half favourites. Actually, three and a half favourites, which is uh, quite a big line considering oh, how you've gone a bit more than... in the past you know, four, four or five weeks. Okay, yeah, you got one win, but it wasn't looking too good before then. Uh, no, you're right. Six, five in a row before then, but it is uh, just a little bit of inside knowledge. Uh, inside, uh, it's snowing in Green Bay, so uh, a run-heavy game, which will help Derrick Henry and our our boys, the uh, AJ Dillon and uh, Aaron Jones. But um, I'll go first. Bear my boys. I'm I'm always going to back my boys, especially three and a half at home, Lambeau Field. We got this, baby. <laughs> yeah. So I. I'm just I'm just going to go the opposite just because okay I'm going to go I'm going to go the Titans I own the Titans for cover three and a half I reckon I reckon the Packers will win I will say I'm going to say, um, I'm going to say the Packers are going to win but it's going to be by a field goal nothing more 
Nice, nice. That'll be real good for a multi if you stuck that in. <laughs> too juicy, too juicy. Um, I will say, no, nah, that'll be real juice. I will say that I haven't got our results from last week after a big couple of days at work, but I will for next week, I promise. Yeah. So we just, like, we can't just go the first week running total. We just have to put the first two weeks together because, you know, it'll seem like a better competition that way. So next yeah, game, we've got yeah, the, well, the, 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 Panthers, <laughs> the Panthers at the Ravens. Ooh, uh, interesting. Bit, it should be a big line. Ravens had a good win. Nine and a half to the Ravens. It's actually 13 and a half to the Ravens, which is a massive line. Yeah, don't fall over. <laughs> this is on Sportsbet, by the way. So if you've you got, you got an issue, call up Sportsbet and have a little chat to them. But yeah, 13 and a half. No, no, no issue. <laughs> um, you pick, you're picking first though, so yeah, that's good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, 13 and a half seems ridiculously big. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take... Oh, I don't even want to say it. I'm going to take the Panthers to cover. I think that's that's probably fair. Uh, I'm going to go the Ravens. They're the only team that's had a double-digit lead in every game this year. That's why. Yeah, yeah, that's fair enough. Uh, next game, we've got the Browns at the Bills. Uh, Browns suck. Bills... This should be closer. Surely this one's closer to the nine and a half line. Uh, only seven and a half. You're off today. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe you need a, a little bit more sleep. Uh, but yeah, maybe. yeah, seven and a half. Bills, Bills favored by seven and a half. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Bills, Bills favored uh, by seven and a half. I'm gonna pick the Bills, but just a nice little well, a side note that. Um, What's his name? Who's the, the quarterback? Deshaun Watson. He is being oh. able. He's started to train at the. No, no, no. The Browns quarterback, who's uh, yeah. been suspended for twelve games or eleven games, he's eligible to start training at the Browns now too. So he'll be back in a few weeks. Just a nice little side note. Yeah, but you are taking Buffalo. Yeah. Okay. I'm also going to take Buffalo. I think I think they should be able to get up by at least eight. Next, we have the My Philly Eagles. My Philly Eagles uh, at the Colts. So the whole new coach bump versus a team that was 8-0 <laughs> coming into last week. No, 8-1. Uh, you're picking first. I'm never going to pick oh, the Oh, I'm going to pick the line. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I'll pick the line. I'll pick the line first, though. Um and it should still be pretty big. I reckon maybe maybe this one's seven and a half. This one's six and a half. You're getting closer. This is good. Um, oh, but for yeah, fuck's like, sake. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, like I just said, yeah, I'm never going to pick against the Eagles. So I'm Eagles, Eagles till I die. So yeah, I'll, I'll take them. I'll take them at six and a half. Hey, I'll take them at thirteen and a half. It doesn't matter. Give me the Eagles. Oh well. We have said all year we're going to pick the Eagles until they give us a reason not to pick the Eagles, and they've finally given me a reason not to pick them. So I'm going to say the Colts. Jeff Saturday's first game at Lucas Oil Stadium, they will get the. They could even get the W. Yeah, eight and two for the Eagles. Yeah, Whew. 
You're just trying to bring me down. <laughs> Ever since I came on this podcast, Correct. you're just trying to bring, <laughs> bring me and the Philly boys down. <laughs> Let the birds fly. Yeah, Let the well, birds fly. I need it to help. I need, <laughs> I need the Packers to get up there a little bit, so this will help. <laughs> uh, next game, we've got the Jets at the Patriots. Ooh, uh, divisional game. Uh, the Patriots... No, the Jets might have beat the Patriots not long ago. So just a little side note for you. Uh, but at home, Patriots would be three and a half favourites. You've done it, mate. You've done it. They are. The Patriots are three and a half favourites. <laughs> you, just like the Packers, are back. Nice. I'm back, baby. Uh, uh, this is your pick. My pick? Yep, yours. Um, the Jets have been good. I'm going to go the Patriots. Patriots will cover. Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to take the Jets. The three and a half. Yeah, that's, that's, a, that's, that's a that's a real toss up. That one, I think. Yeah, I think three and a half is a nice enough line. And uh, like you said, the Jets Jets have been playing well. Uh, it is at New England, but yeah, I'm going to take the Jets. Next game, we have the Commanders at the Texans. Ooh, Commanders can get on a bit of a run here. Um, like, like, like I said before, they've uh, brought themselves up to... Deep. They're five and five now, so they're, they're one of the truly in the hunt. Five and five, and, it, and in the hunt. Yeah. Um, maybe maybe, a th- maybe they might be a three and a half line as well. To... To who? Three and a half? Two flat. <laughs> no, I said to who? <laughs> like, is it th- you said... Three and a half line. Oh, sorry. sorry. <laughs> nah, Washington will be favourite. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Washington are favourite by three and a half. I just wanted some clarification then. I do want to just give you another one. Uh, is this? Yeah, well, you give it to me because I'm wrong. Yeah, you are right. Um, this is back to me. I am going to take Washington. I feel like beating an eight no team. You're going to be on a run, as we we're talking about before. Uh, momentum's everything in this league, so yeah, I'm going to take Washington. Couldn't have said it better myself. And I agree. And I'm also <laughs> taking them. Beautiful. Uh, next, we have the Rams at the Saints. Yeah, we spoke about this game before. The Rams suck. Um, unfortunately for you, I reckon being down in New Orleans, I reckon the Saints will be favourites, but maybe close ones. So they might. I'm going to say two and a half to the Saints. Uh, the Saints are a three and a half favourite. So in my oh, my hope here yeah. <laughs> is that uh, the Rams shake off <laughs> their championship hangover, but without uh, Cooper Cup, it's uh, not looking good. No, it does not. Alvin Kamara keeps doing his kind of stuff, but um, no, nah, I'm going to say the Rams. They'll bounce back. They'll cover. They'll cover. Yeah, so I'm I I want the Saints to do bad, so I'm I'm gonna root for the, the Rams as well. Yeah, you'll jump on them. Good call. Yeah, absolutely. Next we got the surprising Detroit Lions at the Giants in New York. Uh yeah. Absolutely. This is on one of those uh turf fields, uh, the slit turf fields. Um mm. Injury Central. Giants will be favourites. Yeah, that's it. Who's going down? Who's going down? Um, Giants will be favourites by four and a half. Giants are only favourite by two and a half. 
I think it's going to be tighter. I don't know if that's wow. because of the Lions' one point lead, uh, one point win last week over the Bears. Yeah, well, they're two in a row, two in a row mm-hmm. for the Lions. Will they make it three? Your pick. Oh, <laughs> I'm sitting here, sitting here eagerly waiting for you to hear what you're going to say and just pick the opposite. Um, yeah, I don't really have all that much faith in Detroit, so I'm going to go for the Giants this one. Uh, yes, I agree. I'm not going to pick the opposite. I'm going to say the Giants at home, they'll get the job done, especially with only did you, well, two and a half, did you say? I reckon they'll come yeah. back pretty comfortably. Yeah, it's two and a half all needs a field goal on top, which uh, I think they should be able to do. Next, we have the Bears at the Falcons. Uh, right. Bears have been looking pretty good lately, but the Falcons at home would be favourites by two and a half. Three and a half. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> it is not your day. <laughs> it is not your day. Uh. This will be, uh, it could be quite an interesting game, this one. I reckon I'm going to back Justin Fields to, to bounce back after their loss. Uh, he's going to have a day out and the Bears will cover and win. Will, will he have more rushing yards than passing yards? More rushing yards. Yeah. <laughs> he's had two back, back-to-back 100 games, so I reckon he got another 100 in him. Yeah. Yeah, so you're going the Bears. Yeah, I'm, all, I'm also going to go to Chicago for this one. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, three and a half. Dog, so that's... Yeah. Yeah, but it's three and a half. It's... Uh, I, I reckon they're underdogs because it's at at Atlanta, which is a big thing. But like I said, uh, Fields yeah, has been doing yeah. well. So um, I'm really intrigued, especially with all the commentary going on about his game. I'm just uh, more intrigued to see how he, how he handles it all and what he does. So, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stick with it. Next, we've got Cardi Boys Raiders at the Broncos. Mm. Another divisional game usually means they're going to be pretty close. Broncos would have to be favourites uh, by three and a half. Seems to be by a two and standard half. line today. By two and a half. They're favourites by two and a half. <laughs> uh, yeah, it'll be really, really interesting to say. see uh, the Raiders, what the Raiders are going to do. Can, can they bounce back? I don't think so because the Broncos are really good in the secondary. So um, although Josh Jacobs could have a day out because that's where the Broncos are pretty slim, I reckon they'll do enough to beat them. So I reckon the Broncos win and cover. Yeah, I, I'm also going to take the Broncos. Um, I've got uh, next to no faith in the Raiders at the moment. Next yeah, game. I, I have zero faith in the Broncos' offense, but I reckon the Broncos' defense will win it for them. Yeah. Yeah, and that's all they need as long as, as, long as they're good at one. If you're versus the Raiders, you just need to be good at one, one of them. <laughs> Raiders probably need help on either <laughs> end. <laughs> yeah. so, oh, sorry, Cardi. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, Las Vegas. Uh, next no. game, we've got the Cowboys at the Vikings. Yeah, so this is that last game was a, an eight o'clock game uh, out of the five a.m. slate. So this one's eight thirty, eight twenty-five. Good game, back-to-back good games for the Cowboys. Uh, back-to-back away games for the Cowboys. 
Um, surely Minneapolis would be favourites, but it'll be close. I'm going to say one and a half favourites. Who just said it was going to be favourites? Minneapolis. <laughs> Minnesota. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Minneapolis, yeah. Minnesota. Yeah. 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 Um, beautiful. Uh, I, I'm reading. After, I can. Re- I'm reading. It's in Minneapolis. That's why I'm reading it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. Minneapolis is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so who's favourite? Am I a match? Minneapolis. I, that. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I reckon the the Vikings by one one and a half for the Vikings. Uh, it's actually the Cowboys by one and a half. After all that, <laughs> after all that, oh, that's it. <laughs> yeah, it's in I know Minneapolis though. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, Dallas, Dallas, the favourites. Is this on me or is it on you? After all the giggling, uh, it's on you, mate. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna take, I'm gonna take Dallas. I'm gonna take Dallas to cover by more than one and a half. Oh wait, no, I take that back. <laughs> Absolutely take that back. I'm going to the Vikings. I reckon the Vikings are gonna win. Yeah. Well, I'm a bit, bit stumped by that line. Do they know something we don't know? Potentially. There's always a high chance, but uh, the bookies seem to know everything before we do. But, yeah, no, I am taking the Minneapolis-Minnesota <laughs> Vikings. One and a half, so all they have to do, all they have to do is win. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all and, right, just, I'll, I'll take the Dallas, Texas-Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> yeah, beautiful, beautiful. <laughs> Uh, next, we've got the Bengals at the Steelers. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, Cincinnati has to be favourites. So I'm going to say three and a half, four and a half, four and a half. Three and a half, three, <laughs> three and a half favourites. Ah. On days like today, you just got to stick with your gut. You just got to go with your gut. Yeah, you do, you do. Uh, it's my pick, isn't it? So the Cincinnati yep. Ohio Bengals will win and cover. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to agree with you on that one. I reckon, I reckon the Bengals have got this. I reckon they're going to win, and I reckon they're definitely going to win by more than three and a half. So, uh, and I, my main reason for picking them is because I don't know where Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh, what? <laughs> Pittsburgh, I don't know where they are. <laughs> Don't don't test me on my uh, United States you geography. <laughs> you got the map. Oh, I know I know where it is, but I don't know what the what state it is. Where I don't think you can Pittsburgh? read it on that map. <laughs> nah, Pittsburgh. Yeah, I don't know what state it is. Yeah, I'm not sure. We'll, we'll uh, Google and then uh, post it on the socials, <laughs> just so everyone knows. <laughs> I imagine. <laughs> I imagine that someone will send me a message and I'll cop a bit of shit for it, but that's all right. We're going yeah, to Cincinnati, good. Ohio Bengals. Yeah, beautiful. Uh, next, we've got the Chiefs at the Chargers. Um, good game, good game. Uh, Kansas City on a bit of a roll. Chargers kind of not not hitting their strides. I reckon maybe couldn't be that big. Maybe six and a half. Chiefs. Five and a half. Five and a half to the Chiefs. Fuck. It's probably fair. That's probably fair. Yeah. The Kansas City, Kansas Chiefs. Um, Which we learned. 
It's your mistake due, due to trivia. <laughs> uh, yeah, we did. I'm gonna, we did. I'm gonna t- yeah. yeah, I think the Chiefs are going to win and cover. It's only the Lions are five and a half. I'll, uh, I'll cover. Even though it's in LA. I'm going to go with my boy and lately uh, Faf, our, our man Lyndon. He's a newly converted Chargers man. So I'm going to back him and Justin Herbert to, to cover with the Chiefs. I reckon the Chiefs will probably still win, but it'll be a tight game. Yeah, you're saying a field goal in it rather than a touchdown? Correct. Yep. Yeah. Oh, fair enough. Fair enough. Are you, you, you're writing all these down? I will be. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next, we have the 49ers of the Cardinals. Yeah. Uh, so, funny story the cards. Um, I wasn't sure how the cards were going to go. They got the win last week. And I thought, oh, how good. Kyler Murray, you know, he, he's beaten all the the I play Fortnite or I play whatever the thing, uh, thing uh, you know, conspiracy that he, he doesn't do all his study and stuff. And they got the win. And then I look back and Kyler was out with that hamstring that you mentioned last week. And it was Colt McCoy that actually played and won. So, <laughs> um, yeah. so the rumors, we don't know oh, if the rumors are or not it's true. It's in Mexico. Yeah. Oh, this is the game. No, that's this right. Is... It's in Mexico City. Yeah. There we go. Estadio Azteca Stadium. Oh. So technically neither neither, right, neither, so it's, neither team home. So which will Yeah. I, I reckon um Wow, well, I'll pick the line first, which will be five and a half for San Fran. No, mate. No, I don't even know why I'm shocked anymore that you're looking at the line right today. It is uh, seven and a half. <laughs> ah, but it is, it is just a big round. line. That's a big Massive line. A massive, massive, massive um, line. I'm going to say that the... I'm going to back what I said last week. That the I said the Bucks are more experienced, they'll travel better. So I'm going to say San Fran, more experienced, will travel better and will cover and win. Yeah, I'm with you on that. I think uh, San Fran will... Cover and win by enough. Enough to take it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we've also got four teams on a bye. We've got the Miami, Florida Dolphins, the Seattle, Seattle Seahawks, the Tampa Bay, Florida Buccaneers, and the Jacksonville, Florida Jaguars. A lot of Florida teams. <laughs> um, and also another stat that we we haven't put in there, the Tampa Bay Bucks and Tom Brady, Two and zip as a single man. Yeah. So obviously, as soon as that divorce was done, he was he. He's on a roll. He, he might he might go on to win it. Yeah. Win it all. Yeah. Get yeah. get another ring. Bucks, like he needs it. Bucks and uh, Bucks versus Green Bay in the NFC Championship. Put your money on it. Green Bay. <laughs> oh, mate, just keep cheering him home. It's all that matters. <laughs> so she keep cheering him home. Yeah. Uh, they'll I, eventually get there. <laughs> you, you've had your first loss. You've had your first loss, and there's a big chance you won't even make the playoffs. So we'll won't even make the playoffs. <laughs> won't even make the playoffs. So what, we have to lose every yeah. every every game no, from you, here on out. Well, you've got you've got the be- the best division in the league at the moment. Uh, yeah, that's which, where all the good teams are. There was a stat that all. There was seven of the eight AFC and NFC teams are currently in the playoffs. The only one was the uh, maybe the Commanders that weren't in. So yeah. 
the Easts, Easts are quite strong. I don't know that, but yeah, I don't know. We'll see how we go, mate. You've got you've got Green Bay not this week, next week. So, oh, <laughs> we'll we'll both come head to toe in a full kit. <laughs> just got to give the best amount and of juju words. that we can. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I, I will come head to toe. Don't you fucking worry. About that. <laughs> I can't wait. I can't wait for you to try and figure out how to get your headphones over or under the helmet. <laughs> over the helmet, yeah, it doesn't work. Yeah. I'll sort it out. Don't you worry. Yeah. But. Well done, mate. We've uh, we've made it through another week together. Good stuff. We're, we're not throwing the multi on <laughs> before you cut this off. Oh yeah, sorry, the multi. <laughs> So oh, you before we you cut this stop. off, you have a multi. For, I lost <laughs> I lost last week. Uh, I can't remember my multi, but I only had two legs and I got one of them. So that's pretty standard. Um, yeah. I missed if the scorer, whoever that was. With our, uh, with our record, if you miss one leg, it's pretty much a win anyway. It just seems to be what we're going with. It is. It definitely is. We got a... Um, uh, a spread against a spread. We're allowed. We're, we're minus one every week or plus one every week. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, so for I'm going to the first game. Going to the Titans at the Packers. Uh, got a inside tip, inside scoop that it potentially might be snowing. Who knows? We'll have to wait and see on that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I so guarantee, I can guarantee you that it's snowing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so just gone for a little three gamer, but with a bit of juice. Uh, three-gamer, three-legger, even, with a bit of juice. Uh, got Derek Henry for any time, any time, touchdown. Aaron Jones for over 57 and a half rushing yards. And the juicy one, Alan Lazard, for any time, touchdown. So that is paying, if yeah, you're power, power player, more. if you're power player on Sportsbet, which are clearly our sponsors that haven't started paying us yet, Sportsbet, uh, Sportsbet, Sportsbet, Sportsbet. <laughs> Yeah, if you power play it, you get it at nine dollars eighty. So you chuck you chuck ten dollars on, you get ninety eight dollars. So a couple shy of a hundred hundred buckaroos. Nice, nice. Yeah, uh, it will be snowing and uh, a little bit extra for also Maxi's bagels. So my my packers and Maxi's bagels are going all white. So the bagels will be head to toe with their helmet. They'll wear the white helmet. Uh, and my Packers will have the, the cheese head on, but we'll be all white outfit too. So you won't even see us in the snow. So we won't know who scores. <laughs> just blending in, just blend into the field. Maybe that's their plan. Maybe that's their plan. If they, everyone yeah. blends into the field, they might uh, <laughs> might get a cheeky run through. You'll just see a, a little brown ball just running around. That's oh, I'm <laughs> probably yellow helmet. but <laughs> <laughs> Just the old camouflage. Yeah, that's perfect. Hey, smart by us. Let's pick a snow game to wear our white gear. Oh, it's a big flex. Big flex. All white with a yellow helmet. Yeah, it's brilliant. Wouldn't be, wouldn't be my color palette yeah. of choice, but anyway. I love it. Uh, yeah, that's why you're... Uh, who goes all green? <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Go Actually, the Packers go all green too, so... <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was going to say you. Anyway, now... No, did you originally start going for the Packers because they're green and gold? Was it like a, an Australian thing? Nah, my dad uh, used to always talk to me about these guys that were wearing cheese on their heads um, as, a, as a kid. And I don't know, just kind of always spoke about the cheese heads and it just kind of went from there. Yeah, okay. So you are you are just a cheese head through and through. 
I am a genuine cheesehead nuffy. Yeah, I didn't jump on no bandwagon. <laughs> I'm a Philly boy. I'm a, is that a dig at me? I support Philly in every. No, sport. no, no, no. I'm just. <laughs> no, no, I'm just. That, I'm not that's just. Yeah. It was more that just. just yeah, I'm just a. That's just been a beautiful coincidence on my behalf that they're doing so well this year. Um, next question. I'm going to hit you with a question without warning. Notice. Oh, I, I, I don't get the music. I I can give it to you. It's time for questions without notice. Without notice. Round two. Beautiful. Uh, what is your favourite cheese? Oh, I'm not a um, I'm a pretty boring cheese man. It used to be purely tasty, like oh yeah, whatever. just like you stick in the cheddar cheese on everything. Yeah. Yeah, no. yeah, but I guess uh, it, if, you, missus, if you're gonna, she she yeah, no, go on. I was gonna say if you're gonna make any of them into a hat, cheddar's probably gonna be the one that you want, nice and sturdy, won't smell too much, you know, <laughs> withstand the weather a little bit. Nah, that's right. <laughs> it's a real uh, yeah, it's a hard cheese, but well, it, it was in the name for me. It's tasty cheese. It's not. It's obviously tastes good. So <laughs> <laughs> simple, simple yet effective. I love it. Yeah, yeah, but no. Since uh, my my missus kind of broadened my palate, and I'd probably say feta at the moment is fucking oh, love a bit of feta. Nice, beautiful. Yeah, feta's very versatile. Yeah. Wouldn't wear it as a hat though. Yeah. That's his downfall. The feta's going to have one downfall. Nah. Not a good hat. Oh, yeah, nah. Uh, you're right. You're right. I'll probably just stick to the uh, the old Swiss cheese helmet up there. Yeah, beautiful. <laughs> nice, real, real interesting. We're just broadening our palates here. It's great. <laughs> uh, us and all the listeners too. Go, go on, try try a new cheese this week. All the yeah, all <laughs> all the fam. That's it. Just stay away from blue cheese. That shit's crap. <laughs> hey, that's opinion. No one wants to hear that. Yeah, no, and it's my opinion. My podcast, my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it'd be a horrible hack. Blue cheese would make it. Oh man, you'd stink. You'd really, really oh, stink. Oh god, that would. As I say, that would be a real smelly cheese. Yeah. 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 But all right, mate. We've we've talked enough enough shit for the moment. So we'll get into the usual. If you like it, tell your friends, your family, uh, and your who produces cheese. What are the cheese producers? Cheese, uh, cheese farmer. I don't know. Derek. Nah. Oh, you stumped me. Did they? Tell. Fromage, yeah, fromage I people. Think so. Fromage is just cheese and French. Yeah. So <laughs> I know. Tell your your local fromage fromagerie. Uh, it's fromagerie. Mm. Yeah, let them know about the podcast. They'll love uh, playing their tunes to the the fromage as it's growing its blue cheese. Um, make sure you leave us a rating. Leave us a five stars. It really does help us out. Write a review uh, on. YouTube, make sure you put in there a couple of comments. Uh, you can find us on all of the socials. Instagram is anygivensunday.au, Twitter, AGSAU podcast, TikTok, Facebook, and YouTube are all Any Given Sunday Australia. They're all taken off. We're going we're going viral, so make sure you get around us while we're just a, a little minnow before we go through the roof in Australia. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you all for those that have already done it, have already liked and subscribed. Anyone who hasn't, jump on board. Get around us. Get around us. And as always, mate, I'm going to send all the juju to my boys, the Green Bay Packers. 
Go the boys, go the pack. Also, go birds. We need it. We need it too. After our first loss. Yeah, yeah, you need it now. Oh, absolutely. (laughs) Good work, mate. I'll see you uh, Tuesday. See you Tuesday, mate.